The death machine has been around a long, long time. There's nothing new about this machine. Not a damn thing. Nearly 2,000 years ago today, the Son of God and the powers and principalities that created the machine, they locked in battle. And the machine won. But you know, it almost tipped the other way. Pilate almost tipped it. Oh, he knew that when you've got an occupied city, swollen and ready to burst with pious people observing their festival of liberation, and they want some blood, you best give it to them. Especially if it's just one of their own. And yet Pilate hesitated. Why? Pilate was not afraid to spill blood. Not long after Jesus' crucifixion, Pilate ordered a massacre so brutal the Romans removed him from his post as governor. This man was no stranger to death. So why hesitate? Did he think Jesus was innocent? Let's get one thing clear. There was nothing innocent about Jesus. Remember how he rolled into the city on the back of a donkey? Lusty crowds flocked to him shouting hosannas and praise and Lord and King. That's sacrilege. That's treason. So no, he wasn't innocent. If you're a political animal like Pontius Pilate, faced with a man like Jesus, surrounded by a righteous, angry mob, you do not hesitate. The people want to crucify a troublemaker? Then you've got to give the people what they want. And then you move on. But he hesitated. He's got this mountain of reasons to just send Jesus to the cross and only one reason not to. Pilate sees the truth. I don't even know if he's conscious of it, but he knows this one's different. And it's clearly messing with him. It's throwing off his calculations. It's making Pilate ask, maybe for the first time in his political life, what is truth? I think Pilate knows. Because I think he sees. I think Pilate is face to face with the face of God, the reality and the power of self-giving love, unlike anything he or the world had ever known. He knew. But he also knew the truth about the machine. And he's known machine a whole lot longer than he's known this Jesus. The people are waiting. The emperor is waiting. Pilate hands him over. And the machine wins. Oh, this death machine has been around a long, long time. There's nothing new about this machine. Not a damn thing. 
Even now, this very Good Friday, it feels like the death machine is still winning. Amen? Amen. Every time love and truth break in, it seems like the machine rises up, closes in, snuffs it out. No wonder we sing the blues. After the end of the Civil War, in that brief period known as Reconstruction, black people rose and we flourished in America. We had land, we had homes, we had businesses. Y'all, the state legislature in South Carolina was majority black. Freedom was real. And we thought, surely the gears of the machine would jam. It had to stop. The lie could not survive surrounded by this much truth, right? But the machine, it kept churning. And it gave us Jim Crow. And it took away voting rights. And it took those little girls at 16th Street Baptist Church. And it took Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X and Bobby Kennedy and it lynched and it lynched while good church folk in a crowd ate their fried chicken picnics and cheered. But love, love and truth and hope, they broke in again. Do you remember election night when Barack Obama won? For a brief period, so brief, people of every race and region and political party rejoiced. And we were like the crowds, the crowds that followed Jesus on Palm Sunday. We were marching into Zion. And not just to flip the existing order like tables in the temple. Y'all, this was about liberation. And it was about everybody's liberation. This was about linking hands and wrapping our arms around the world to protect the whole creation from the machine. And the death machine, it sputtered. For a moment, it halted. And then it started churning. Because the death machine doesn't understand a world where we all flourish. This machine runs on scarcity and anxiety. If you are up, well, I must be down. And if I experience loss, your group took something from me. And so the machine, it stirred the selfishness that lives in every one of us. And it sent the temple priests out to, to spin a web of fear and hate. And the machine gave us the backlash. It gave us the resurgence of white supremacy. It propped up a version of Christianity that hates the poor and abandons the refugee. It whispered and it lied and it told ordinary people to trade truth for safety. Love for loyalty. And we have. 
Make no mistake, the, the machine, this Good Friday, it's winning. So I just need to know this Good Friday, what do you do? What do you do when the machine wins? What do you do when truth dies on a cross? There was a liberation theologian in Nicaragua. The death squads took out everyone and everything. This sister loved. And someone asked her, where is God now? What is truth now for you? First, she said, nowhere. God is nowhere. But she came back. She said, truth is Jesus, dead on the cross. What do you do when the machine kills the only thing that's ever been true? You feel it. You name it. The machine will tell you that this sacrifice is normal and even necessary. It is not. When you see them take away my Jesus, when you see him dead on a cross, when you see crosses everywhere, it is not okay. So if you need to cry, then go ahead and you cry like a baby. And if you need to sing, then you sing because, y'all, that's what the blues are for. And if you are anguished, then you roar because that's how you know your heart is still beating. What do you do when the machine keeps taking and taking? You don't let it take you. You don't let the scarcity and the fear have you. That was Pilate's mistake. He washed his hands because he assumed, well, the machine, it just always wins. That's what the crowd did. And let's be clear, we are all the crowd. You know, in an earlier version of this meditation, I talked a lot about them. And then I realized, wait, every one of us should have been standing right here speaking those words, crucify him. And that's what the machine needs. It needs our despair. It needs our anger. It needs us to lash out and find an enemy to crucify. Don't surrender. Don't you dare surrender to that temptation. Don't put one more person on that cross. Do not feed the machine. Because that's how it wins. Don't let it. And when it does, when the machine wins anyway, well then trust. Trust the truth really is Jesus dead on the cross. And trust that the seed of love and truth is still there 
waiting to take root, waiting to come to flower in another day, in another generation, maybe in you. So don't you dare close your eyes. Do not despair. And don't flip the page to Sunday. Not today. Today, just be in it. Let yourself feel the gap between the world as it is and the world as God dreams it. Today, we acknowledge the ferocious power of the machine. And we keep our eyes on Jesus.